back home for the holiday. Mm, big man. That's in your era, isn't it? No, that's before you. That's so wrong. <laughs> You're so wrong. What is that's like circa nineteen fifty something. Yeah. Yeah, weren't you you were you weren't born till the sixties though. Thank you, Scott. Yeah, you're not that old. I'm not. Thank no. you very much. Thank you're you welcome. For yeah. Allowing me this opportunity. You're to welcome. Come hey, welcome to the podcast. Be ridiculed by yeah. my friends. The Christmas podcast. It's a special. Christmas. I love Christmas. Yeah. Who does? It's the most wonderful time of the year. Mm, I think somebody's saying about that. Children for roasting mm. and children for toasting. Children for oh, toasting. No, that's probably not right. Eesh. But anyway. <laughs> Sorry about so, that. Brian, what is your favorite? Favorite. Now you hold on. Well, let me ask a question first. What is your favorite Christmas memory? Now you can do what Evan did, because Evan did two. He did one as a family man, and then he did one as a child. Mm. So you can have the same option. I understand that, Scott. And I realize if I skip my uh, if I skip my childhood favorite one, I've been kind of driving around this morning thinking about that and. Mm. And I know this sounds bad, but they're all kind of just from neutral to not good on the scale as a child. <laughs> That's terrible. You like that? And I don't mean that as a bad thing. My parents were like, like I wasn't neglected as a child and right. and stuff growing up. I mean, we were like, like Christmas was, I mean, we did the tree and the presents and Santa and all that kind of stuff, but it just was not as big to my parents, which is probably part of why I go to my favorite memory really now has been, again, not necessarily one in particular, but the opportunities for us to gather together as a family. And it's really not about the gifts. Like for me at this point in my life. And for you, what is family? Well, family is Perry, my wife, my kids, because you have grandkids and now. grandkids. I have four grandchildren, all daughters, do you all find, granddaughters. Do you, do you find yourself, like, is it more exciting for you buying grandkids' gifts versus your kids' gifts? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, that brings you more joy. Yeah, absolutely. More, a lot more joy. Um, and the dollar goes a little further. I bet. You know, when my son wants a $100 pair of underwear or something like that, I'm kind of like, yeah, scratch that out. You might want to. That no, that's that's podcast. staying in, Thomas Reed. It may not be, it may not be underwear, but it was something, and I, I was like, "Whoa, just don't think the old budget will handle that today." Because as you get, you know, you, it's kind of a, it's, you're kind of riding a wave. Because at first, it's just, you know, two of you, and then the kids come into the picture, and so, so the money, and then it comes back up. And but anyway, so yeah, for just those times together with them, though, and it is much more exciting watching them. You open it and. One of the cool traditions that we love now, and we just got it, um, is my oldest daughter, Clara. Well, she has done an ornament for us every year with her kids. So the first year seeing that, and we hang those on the tree, and seeing those progress, because now Harper is six, and Molly is almost two. And so, um, you know, seeing those, and of course the obligatory pictures of kids sitting in Santa's lap crying. Oh, you know, we got those pictures too. So yeah, that's sweet. That's good. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Yeah. And you're our first grandparent on Am the I? podcast. Oh, Not first grandparent ever, but first grandparent yeah. <laughs> on the podcast. True. 
Well, you might be the only one. Let me just, let's think through that real quick. Well, well Ray. Yeah. Ray, but he's old, and I'm not yeah. sure he's going to come. Yeah, no, no. He may yeah. have forgotten about it. He may be out <laughs> wandering the parking lot right now. <laughs> so following that, what is the best thing you've ever received for Christmas? The best thing I've ever received for Christmas? And, and by the way, we have learned that that can even pertain to giving somebody something. Because when you give, you receive a gift. Mm, yes. So best, I'm trying to think of an item that. It doesn't have to be an item. Really, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm stumped. I'm going back to the best time is just watching my own kids and grandkids open their gifts. Right. Now I can open up the door for you if you want me to on the worst. Well, that's where we're going to next. Oh, okay. Is what is the worst gift you've ever because received? Because then, if I start saying this, if and obviously you're going to edit this, Scott, because you're an excellent podmaster. <laughs> um, but in for me, I got two things for you. I'm ready. All right, I got two words for you: bongos, rock polisher. <laughs> Which really, maybe rock polisher is probably two words in itself. Yeah. But. One Christmas, I got bongos. Did Brian ask Santa for bongos? Why bongos? I had not got. Were you? Did you? Were you musical at all? Did you play any I instrument? Played, I played the radio. <laughs> That's the only instrument I played. And so, like, like even in like, and so this was as a kid, and I'm trying to think how old I was, but because here's the way it was. And I, you may or may not do this. And I, don't, I don't know how much time we have, Scott, but I'm just going to continue with this quick story. Um, here's the way it was for me growing up. It was always, so I had two sisters. I had one older and one younger. And it was always, we would get up early on Christmas morning, like when it was still dark outside, and go in and look under the tree at what Santa brought and be excited and then try to go, and then Joe jump back in the bed so my parents didn't know about it. And I remember walking in that one morning, and it's dark, and so you're barely seeing stuff. And all I can see is two white circles connected next to each other. And I'm like, I don't know what that was. And I reached out, and it's bongos. Was that the only Never gift? Never had bongos on my list. I'm sure there was another gift or something there. You How know, old were you? had the nerds in the stocking thing and all that kind of stuff with the fruit. Oh, I was probably between, between 10 and 12, a preteen perhaps maybe. Oh I don't my know. gosh! But and I did get a bicycle one year for Christmas. Yeah. But that hold was a on, big deal. yeah, but but that was then, a good thing. Can I go back and say that was a good thing? Yeah, as a that kid was. A but let's go to the rock tum- tumbler. Rock tumbler. Yeah, that's a really good question again about how Santa got connected me with a rock tumbler, because to the best of my knowledge, and Scott, I am one of the older people on staff here. So, and, and I'm tra- full transparency. Fifty-seven years old. I think to this day that rock tumbler is on the shelf in my closet in my parents' house. That is awesome. Why a rock tumbler? I got nothing on that. Well, I don't know. Did you want to be a geologist? No, I wasn't a geologist. That was not in my I don't know if they were trying to guide my career maybe at that point. <laughs> realizing rock that tumbler. I was not gonna make it as a as an athlete. Oh uh, and uh, so again that was kinda in that stage of twelve to fourteen years old and stuff. Man. But we, again, I don't know if that was what the green stamps bought or <laughs> <laughs> Green stamps. There's your flash from the past. Oh, well, thank anyway. you so much for being a part of the podcast. Scott, it's a joy. It's yeah, a joy this, to share with all those out there. Mm, this and y'all special... all have a Merry Christmas. Oh, I will. 
and hopefully so will everyone who's listening to this. It's 2020 oh, there's no place Christmas. Like no, there's not. That's Bing Crosby, by the way. No, that's his Perry Como. A little slow. We'll give it a second. Bells will be ringing. Mm. Mm. That's nice. There you go. It's a little bit of Eagles. It's a little sad. Anytime you can start with the Eagles, <laughs> you're starting off right. <laughs> well, welcome, you know, funny John. thing about the Eagles. Yes. I know this isn't Christmas related That's specifically, fine. but I was blessed with tickets to the concert when they came through Bozier. Oh yeah. Last time, and it was the last time Glenn Fry ever performed with him. Mm, Glenn Fry being one of the Eagles. Right. He oh. was he was the, <laughs> That was a dumb question. Yes, he was one of the vocalists right. uh, for the Eagles, yeah. Well there you go. Yes, yeah, so, oh yeah, it's kind of a special Aww. memory for me. You're welcome. At Christmas time. You're very welcome. It wasn't Christmas time. They was hot when they were in town. I remember that because I mm. remember being hot standing in line. I don't like being hot, Scott. No you do not. You're not fun hot. No. <laughs> not at all. Who is? I guess there's fun people. Somebody, I guess we're used mm. to it. I don't know. Nah, anyway, but anyway, welcome to the special Christmas podcast. Yes, I like your Santa hat mm, that you're wearing. Thank you. No one can see it. I'm like the man behind the curtain right yes. now. Yes, yes. If you watch on YouTube, yes. But anyway, I'm asking everyone the same question, so I will ask you. Yes. Because first of all, you are Christmas John. That is my nickname. Yes, because this is your favorite time of year. Absolutely. So, what is your favorite? Christmas memory. Ooh. You know, I was thinking about this because you kind of gave us a little homework assignment to get ready for it. And uh, for me, I have a childhood memory that is. Well, yeah, I, I can, I can, because Evan, I did this for Evan and for Brian. You uh-huh. can do a childhood and then as a father, you can do one like a family memory. So you can yeah. have two. So I have permission yes. to have two. Yes. Good. Because I have two at least. But my favorite childhood memory is I was at the age, don't know what that age was, where I was almost ready to give up on believing on Santa, believing on, believing in Santa Claus. So I only found this out later how this happened. So we lived in Shreveport over by Warner Park Elementary in a little bitty house. And we were told to go to bed because it's Christmas Eve and Santa can't come until you go to sleep, which is almost impossible for little people. That's kind of cool. And uh, so we're laying there, me and Justin, pretending like we're asleep. And all of a sudden, we hear jingle bells on the roof Oh wow! of the house. Yeah, it's obvious it's coming from the roof. And I remember my eyes got real big, and I thought, he really is real. And it turns out that my dad actually got on the roof that night with a set of jingle bells just so we would continue to believe Aww. in Santa Claus. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to believe in Santa Claus. <laughs> we won't go into that. Uh, that's so sad. Yeah, it's true. No, uh, yeah, I was not allowed to it believe in Santa Claus. It makes me sad for you, Scott. It's okay. I'm, I have a tear rolling down my cheek. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But as far as memories with my own kids, there's tons of them. What, uh, what, what is one that stands out, though? Yeah, th- there is... <laughs> There is a particular one that stands out, and it just shows the personality of my two girls perfectly. 
So they both, I guess, in Sunday school or school or something, made up reindeer food. And it was like oat and glitter, and it was in this Ziploc bag. Okay, so Lauren goes out first and very strategically sprinkles it all around the garage and the side of the house, and she's very, just very particular about where it goes, and she's calling out the reindeer, like, reindeer, here's your food, you know. And then Ashley, my young one, walks out, dumps her bag in one spot, and runs back in the house. Of course. And I was like, that's my kids. But I just love this, how they believed. They really thought that reindeer were going to come to the house, and I still think they might. Mm. I still have a little bit of me that on there's, Christmas Eve. There's a little magic. There's a little magic. There definitely is little magic to you this time of year. Yes. <laughs> Everybody wishes I was this way year round. Yeah. But, but it's physically impossible yeah. because I would just be too much. Gosh, thank goodness you live in at least where it gets cold. Hallelujah. Because if it, I don't think you would be the same in, like, <laughs> say, South Florida during Christmas. No, I had a little experiment with that because we moved to Corpus Christi, Texas for three years, and it's on the coast. And uh, I was pretty discouraged because most of the time it was hot and humid. Oh, it didn't have a winter season, really, but God loves me because... <laughs> One winter, I was kind of discouraged. I wasn't really in the Christmas mood, and it actually snowed. Oh, Christie. I think it's going to snow here this year. I personally. hope so. I it, uh, why wouldn't it? It's 2020, and it's been <laughs> really cold already. It had, yesterday was bitterly cold, yes. which mm. I don't really mind as long as I don't have to be in it. Right. As long as I can jump out and run to the store and then get back in the truck, it's fine. Yeah. So, and then for you. Yes. What is your favorite Christmas gift you've ever received? And because this has been hard for some people, it can even be a favorite gift that maybe you've given somebody. Mm. That's a good one. Yeah, I've gotten a lot of great gifts. Uh, I was telling the life group the other night, this is kind of a funny topic because my love language is gifts. My wife's is not. (laughs) So when we first met, It was kind of a cluster because I would spend tons of money buying her stuff that she didn't want, and she would fake being happy, and she would buy me stuff that I didn't want, and I faked being happy (laughs) because she didn't know that I loved gifts so much. But we figured that out now, and we pretty much are very detailed on what we would really like to have, and there's not this big surprise factor anymore. But one year... She went out of her way. I have a Camaro that I drive. It's a six-speed manual transmission. I think I know this gift. Yes. And uh, I've always wanted a Hurst shifter in my car. And without any help from anybody else, she, and this is pre-internet, really. This was in the 90s, like mid-90s. The internet wasn't really a big thing. She managed to find the shifter from my car and get it there by Christmas and have it wrapped under the tree. Aww. And I thought, that that took some effort to even know what model it takes and how it works. Um, a little sad spin on the story, though. <laughs> she actually cried when I opened it, which is so sad because one of my specific requ- our requests was that it had a white knob on it, on the top of it. And she had ordered one with a white knob, but when I opened it, it had a black knob. And she was devastated. I'm like, babe, it's okay. You can order a white knob. Yeah. It's no big deal. But she she was so upset because she worked so hard 
to get exactly what I wanted. So that's one of my personal favorites. Aww. And, of course, anything the kids made or gave you is always special. I never understood growing up why parents kept all that stuff on the refrigerators and or homemade ornaments and all that. I get it now as a dad. Mm, it's important. Sweet. It's special. Yes. Yeah, my cats don't make me anything. <laughs> I would have. Well, anything well, worth keeping. That's, yeah. that, that would be a better way to say yeah. that. They do bring you things. Yes, they do. Because you've told me. Yeah, they bring me toys and dead things, <laughs> which is nice. That's special. Yeah, special to them. It's what matters to them. Mm-hmm. They're giving you love the your, way they know to get it. Your kitties. Goodness. So... <laughs> So speaking of bad gifts, yes. What, <laughs> what is the worst gift? Oh you man, have ever received? Yeesh. I'm not sure I can really. <laughs> I'm not really sure I should give this answer because yeah. well, we won't. We won't tell it givers, who it came from. But they're probably gonna know. Not every well, the well, everybody might. listens. I'm assuming that everybody I know listens, yeah, which but is probably not. Probably not. No, there's only like worst? four people that listen. I, I can I do remember the worst gift though, and and it came from my wife. So so when she hears this, and she <laughs> she'll laugh because she knows it's true. Uh, anybody that knows me knows that uh, I'm not the thinnest fella out there. Okay. Uh, right now, I've got what I call the COVID-19 on me right now, so I'm not even as good as I usually am. But the last thing this guy needs to wear is anything that is sewn horizontally and puffy. Okay, so specifically what they gave me for Christmas, and I think it was a collaborative effort between my girls and my wife. One year, they thought a puffy vest would be an awesome gift for me because they saw it on a mannequin in the store and i told them i said that mannequin weighs about 125 pounds and is seven feet tall i'm the opposite and i put that vest on dude and i looked a two foot wider than i already am (laughs) so i'm like negative i never wore it and i Uh, we ended up giving it away i was gonna say do you still have it no 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 wow so every once in a while we'll walk this store and they'll joke and say hey dad you want a puffy vest look i'm not well, who's the guy on Back to the Future? Uh, Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox. He could pull off a puffy vest. He could. He was skinny. He was a tiny, tiny, well, he still is a tiny man. He is a tiny man. I'm not a tiny man. No. Neither no. am I. No. I'm so that's never... probably the worst gift that comes to mind. Uh, that's still pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. We've had some bad ones. That's right. up there. Yeah. Still, though, the winner right now is Jonah Boaz. <laughs> what did he say? He got a animatronic monkey. <laughs> And he sent me a picture, and it's creepy. He described it as creepy, and it's it's creepy. Well, Scott, has anybody asked you these questions yet? No, they have not. I think it'd be appropriate for Christmas John oh. to turn the table mm. on you and ask the mm. same questions, starting with a favorite childhood Christmas memory. Favorite childhood Christmas memory. Well, that for me is two. Okay. But really, I guess... Uh, I, I loved, for those of you that may or may not remember, Micro Machines. I do. I loved Micro Machines. And one year, my grandparents, uh, and this was also the year I was about eight or nine years old, so this was the last Christmas I had with my grandfather on my dad's side. Mm. And they got me Micro Machines. And awesome. I was so excited, but also a special because, once again, this was the last Christmas and I spent with my grandfather. Cool. Yeah. Micro Machines and Granddaddy. Yep, and now I can't remember his name. 
my God. Grady. Grady. Odom. He, he was important. Yes. <laughs> so important that you can't remember well, his I name. Mean, I was eight. I understand. That eight was 29 years ago. Golly. It's been a minute. Been, yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah. Yep. What about current, like, like adult Christmas memories? Anything jumping to your mind? Because you don't have kids, so you can't say it's about your kids. Well, I guess one year, uh, no, I wasn't an adult then. No, as an adult, when you don't have kids, it's boring. I mean, it's just me and my parents. Right. And we still exchange gifts and, right. and give each other stuff, but it's just not the same. It's generally clothes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But another good... I hated getting clothes when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Because then, you know, it always came after you got clothes, the fashion show. Oh, yeah. That which, wasn't even the no. worst part for me. For, for me, it's... Now you I got to try everything on. Model um, kits and Hot Wheels and yeah. RC cars and it was like you got a flannel shirt. Yay. Yay. And socks. And socks. And then go try on the socks. Now, we don't have to try on socks. Now honestly though, now that I'm older, one of my favorite gifts I get every year is socks. Really? Because just like Justin, I love a pair of new socks. I need new socks. If I was rich, I'd wear a new pair every day. <laughs> I really would. I would never wear the same pair twice. I need new socks. You may get you some for Christmas. Sure. Okay. All right. And then you didn't answer the most important question, though. What? Favorite gift? Yes. So that's fairly easy, and there's a funny story behind this gift. All right. So it's actually uh, one Christmas. I got several things that were very cool. Cool. (laughs) Sorry. First of all, I want to give a shout-out to whoever the school counselor was that told my parents that video games would help uh, with my coordination. Mm. So I got a brand new Sega Genesis. Nice. For Christmas. That's a big deal. Yeah, I was spoiled in case those of you that didn't know that. I think uh, everybody knows yeah. that by now. Yeah, I had fantastic Christmases. Um, but then I also got these very expensive pair of Dion Sander zebra shoes and that I had wanted. And like they had, it was like a zebra print. They had a had an air bubble with the gold on the bottom of uh-huh. them. And uh, about a month after I got them, they were stolen from me <laughs> at school. Yikes! During gym, yep. Because you know I wanted to take care of them. You know I I took them off in gym and put them in the locker because that's what you used to do in gym. Right. And they were stolen from me. Yeah. Yep. It's- it's funny you say you have great Christmas memories and had awesome Christmases because I think Justin and I did too. Uh, and it wasn't necessarily because of maybe the money that was spent on Christmas. But what my mom always did well is you had a lot of stuff to open. Yeah. And I can remember waking up. My brother and I would get up. I don't know what time it was, 4 in the morning. I don't know. It was some ungodly hour. And we would wake our parents up, and we would open everything, and then by 9 o'clock we were asleep again (laughs) and slept most of the day because we couldn't go to bed the night before. And we had them up at 4 o'clock in the morning. But I do remember the excitement of rounding the corner and the something about Christmas tree lights just makes everything more dramatic. Yeah, and and that's the other thing, too. My mom would always go all out at Christmas decorating the house and not so much on the outside, but definitely on the inside and having Christmas music. I remember... She even had these these scents that she would put out because she has a lot of allergies, so we could never have a natural tree. So we always had like the, but it was still a good smelling scent. Like right. it wasn't a name, like it was there, and she still has that scent to this day. It's this very specific oh. 
tree smell that she will put out, and it's just it's just pure Makes Christmas. Thank you, your mum. Yeah, my mother. Your mum. I love my mother. <laughs> awesome. Yep. And then, do you want to know the worst gift? You're gonna laugh. Yes, yeah, please tell me the worst. This was gift. given to me by a significant other in high school. Okay. So I had gotten her like this diamond necklace, but I'm pretty sure it was fake. You know, it's probably like you know, keep it zirconia. Her, uh-huh. Yeah, and probably turned her neck green. <laughs> but uh, she got me. <laughs> oh gosh. A Batman alarm clock. <laughs> Now, this was in 97, 98. Uh-huh. Now, it wasn't a digital alarm clock. Uh-huh. It was an old school, like you saw off the Tom and Jerry cartoons. Sure. With the double barrel. Double barrel. The double, <laughs> double barrel, barrel uh-huh. with the thing that went back and, and forth. Knocker in between it. And then it just had a, <laughs> a bat signal in the center of it. And it didn't even work. <laughs> it was broken when I opened it. You know what I think she was trying to tell you? It's time for us to break up. Yeah, we didn't last much longer <laughs> after that. I'm going to be honest with you. We broke up for completely different reasons and wouldn't give. Yeah, I mean, it was just high school. That's so. funny. Yeah, I don't even, I think she just found it, like, That's off funny. the street. Yeah, and, and I think I still have it, though, even though it didn't even work. Yeah. That's sad. Probably worth a bunch of money now. Yeah, maybe. Nah, probably not. Well, one thing that makes me smile right now at Christmas time that people laugh at every time I bring it up is Willis Knighton has these billboards right now. And I just came over the hill, and the gingerbread man wearing the COVID mask popped up. And it just oh, makes me smile. Because you love a gingerbread I man. I do. And I just think he's cute. Yes. So it makes me have a little happy. No. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Well, for thank being you, Scott, for hosting. Life. You know, you're welcome. I didn't know what else to say to that. <laughs> Other than you're welcome. <laughs> there we go. Bye-bye, Eagles. Mm. It's a little sad. It's not sad. It's reflective. So-